The service of prayer and preaching for the resurrection of our Lord, Easter Day, April 9th, 2023. We sing hymn LSB 490, Jesus Lives, the Victory's Won. Jesus is my confidence. 
This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Sanctify us in your truth. Your word is truth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation. And you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Proclaim that his name is exalted. God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. reading from Job, the 19th chapter. Oh, that my words were written. Oh, that they were inscribed in a book. Oh, that with an iron pen and lead they were engraved in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, yet in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another. My heart faints within me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The introit is verses from Psalm 8, the antiphon coming from Luke chapter 24.
He is arisen, Alleluia. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Alleluia. Remember how he told you, Alleluia, that the Son of Man must be crucified and on the third day rise. Alleluia. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens, yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. You have given him dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. He is risen. Alleluia. Why do you seek the living among the dead? Alleluia. Remember how he told you. Alleluia that the Son of Man must be crucified and on the third day rise. Alleluia. A reading from 1 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And a reading from Mark, the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome bought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the common responsory on page 263. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. 
Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Job, with heavy eyes and battered soul, in the midst of death and sadness, cries in faith, I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. This is a bold confession in a dying world. While seeing death, it seems as utter foolishness to utter and exclaim, I know that my Redeemer lives. This is what today is all about. Every Sunday, we make this bold proclamation all year long. We are certain of the resurrection, but the world certainly appeals to our sinful nature and shouts at doubt. I know you have seen many artistic renderings of the resurrection. There's one particular that comes to mind for me. It's a photo from the holy land of a tomb. The opening is square, and you have to bow down to get inside the tomb. Off to one side is a stone round in shape, propped up against the side of a hill a foot or two higher than the entrance of the tomb. It's a large stone, and I'm sure it would take a couple of strong men to get it rolling down a groove to the front of the tomb. What is often overlooked is that is not the only rock in the picture. There's also a rock wall on the other side to stop the rock sealing the door right in front of the entrance as well as rocks in front of the tomb to keep it from tipping over. This tomb could very well have been what the tomb in which Jesus was placed looked like. Joseph of Arimathea was fairly wealthy, and he could have had a tomb with a circular stone in front of it waiting for his burial. When he put Jesus in the tomb, no doubt with some help, he would have pushed the stone and started it down the track. You can imagine the sound it would have made when it suddenly stopped in front of the tomb, a large thud that we recall during the Good Friday services. Mark tells us the stone in front of Jesus' tomb was very large. After it went thud, it was not going to be moved without a great deal of effort. You imagine how strong the men would have, have to have been to push it back up out of the groove and up the incline? I mean, when it went thud, 
It was meant to stay right there. Nothing was to get out, and nothing was to get in. This is how we often view the stone. We look at the large stone from the outside. Travel with me this morning to the other side. Imagine what it would have been like from the inside. You'd hear the stone grinding against the face of the hill and its rocks. Slowly, the entrance disappears. Then comes the thud. Pitch darkness in the tomb. Silence surrounds you. Life is over, done, finished, including some of the most enjoyable moments in life. One such enjoyable moment was when Jesus ate a meal together with his disciples. It's not that difficult to hear the laughter, camaraderie, the chatter, the concern, and the teaching of that last supper. One can easily recall the sounds of food being dished out, soft noises of utensils being picked up and set down, glasses being filled, sounds of chewing and swallowing. Other meals with tax collectors and sinners would make the same sounds, perhaps more boisterous or maybe more polite. One day, Jesus pulls apart some loaves of bread and breaks up some fish, and a crowd of over 5,000 eat their fill. The sounds of eating and being together with those who were following Jesus had to be some of the more wonderful sounds with him. They were human, like us. We enjoy gathering at times of Easter and sharing and meals together. So did they. But all that came to an end with a thud. The stone rolls in front of the tomb. Everything comes to a halt. His disciples have run for their lives. Two men, Joseph and Nicodemus, have risked everything to bury him. And some women have stood at a distance to see where Jesus is buried. His body is covered in darkness and surrounded by silence. He's dead. A large stone is in front of the tomb. But very early on that first Easter morning, all that changes. The women are coming up the path to anoint Jesus' body with spices to cover up the odor of death, but they aren't strong enough to move the stone. They're ready to take care of his body, but they have forgotten one important detail. Who will let them in? When they get there, that small, actually very big detail has already been taken care of. The stone, that large stone, had been pushed away. In Matthew's account, it says an angel did it. We don't know just how the stone was moved, but I imagine it was no trouble at all. I imagine it was like when you see a crumb from a cookie on your shirt and you put a finger under your thumb and just flick it away. Flick. It's gone. From a loud thud to a small flick. And the tomb is open. The women are amazed and frightened. An angel is there, waiting for them with a message. The heart of that message is this. He is risen. The body is not in the tomb anymore. He is alive and is going to meet his disciples just as he said he would. What great news. What a stunningly enormous message. Jesus' resurrection from the dead is larger than any stone. No stone could keep him in, no matter how large. And the women go in, no longer to anoint the body with spices, but to hear words that will loom large for the rest of their lives. He is risen. He is risen just as he said he would. Jesus meets his disciples over and over again during the next 40 days. You've heard about those get-togethers in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, and John records another. During a couple of those reunions, Jesus does something that looks so small and ordinary. He eats with his disciples. 
He picks up a piece of fish and eats it. He has breakfast with his disciples on a seashore. He isn't some ethereal phantom. He is flesh and blood. The scars are there for Thomas to touch and believe. What a meal that would have been. Hushed tones at first, amazed gasps. Then the chatter and hugs, the noise of joy would grow louder as Jesus returns disciples who had deserted and denied him into men of courage. He turns women who were terrified into messengers of hope. The sounds of a meal and a reunion with Jesus change everything. The simple message, he is risen, is larger than any stone, than anything that could ever keep him from his followers. Jesus' resurrection is huge. This is the death and resurrection that we proclaim, because this is for your lives too, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. I know not everyone is able to take part in the other side of burials for physical or emotional reasons, but for those that have, there is something different about being there when the dirt is placed on the casket or the urn. The body is laid to rest and then covered with the blanket of creation to wait for the resurrection. It's a hard practice, but has an important connection with Easter Sunday. Not only can you hear the sound of each load of dirt as it thuds, not only do you see when the grave is filled up and the dirt padded down, not only do you see the stone that marks the site, there is not just thuds and silence. There is, in the midst of sadness and blackness, singing of Easter realities. There is proclamation that Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. There is direction and declaration that we go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. While the pastor remains at the gravesite, as a reminder our loved one is forever in the safe arms of Christ our Lord, the family leaves and does what? They join around a table. The chatter begins and memories are shared. Sorrow is met with reserved joy and cries of, I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth, not under it. After my skin has thus been destroyed in my flesh, I will see God. I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold. As the days continue on, so do the meals. In painful grief and sorrow, someone sits down to eat at the table and an empty chair stares back. No sounds of laughter. The plate is in the cupboard. The utensils sit quietly in the drawer instead of clanging on the table. The glass is on a shelf instead of a drink being swallowed. Someone is missing. A voice has disappeared. Whose gravestone is it? Someone you love? It's our own. That stone looms large, too large for us to do anything about but not for Jesus. The day will come when he will return in glory and power. The silence will be shattered, the darkness undone. He will come to your grave, to the graves of all who have followed him. And what about the gravestone? Like a tiny crumb, flick, away it goes. Same for the dirt, and out we come. Bodies alive once again, hands and feet that will hug and leap like calves from the stall. Eyes to see the beauty of God's new creation. Ears to hear the songs of praise that will make our loud and joyous Easter singing seem like a whisper. And we will eat. The meal that was described in Isaiah. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined. 
and he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever, and the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken." It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. The simple message, he has risen, changes everything. It's larger than any stone, than anything that could ever keep us from Jesus and that incredible feast on the day of our resurrection. But it's not just on that last day. Jesus' resurrection is larger than any stone, and this is true for every day of our lives. How so? Because now, some of the smallest sounds are larger than the thud of a stone. We hear louder sounds at baptism. We hear water being lifted up and poured over a sinful creature, and no stone, no matter how large, even death itself, can stop Jesus from claiming that child as his own just as he did for you in your baptism. We hear the joyous hymns being sung today. No stone, no matter how large, can stop those who love Jesus from singing his praise. We hear the prayers. No stone, no matter how large, can stop Jesus from comforting us in our times of grief. We hear the wind being, the wind, no, we hear the wine being poured in the chalice where no stone, no matter how large, can stop Jesus from coming in this meal to give us life and forgiveness. We hear the pages of the Bible being turned. No stone, no matter how large, can stop Jesus from assuring us he is with us always, even to the end of the age. We hear those around us in like confession kneeling to receive this meal with angels, with archangels, and with the whole company of heaven, where no stone, no matter how large, can stop Jesus from giving us a glimpse of the feast to come. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, may we with Job, even if eyes are heavy and souls are battered, in the midst of death and sadness, cry in faith, I know that my Redeemer lives, and at the last he will stand upon the earth. We ever make this bold confession as we sing. Then let us feast this Easter day on Christ, the bread of heaven. The word of grace has purged away the old and evil leaven. Christ alone our souls will feed. He is our meat and drink indeed. Faith lives upon no other. Alleluia. Amen. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. We sing him LSB 458. Christ Jesus lay in death strong bands. Yeah. 
hastens and brings us life from heaven. Therefore let us joyful be and sing to God right thankfully loud songs of Alleluia, Alleluia. <clears throat> o Son of Man, good conquer death, such ruin sin had wrought us. No innocence was found on earth, and therefore death had brought us into bondage from of old, and ever grew more strong and bold, and held us as its captive. Alleluia. Christ Jesus, God's own Son, came down, his people to deliver. Destroying sin, he took the crown from death's pale brow forever. Stripped of power, no more it reigns, in empty form alone remains. Its sting is lost forever. Alleluia. It was a strange and dreadful strife when life and death contended. The victory remained with life. The reign of death was ended. Holy Scripture plainly saith that death is swallowed up by death. Its sting is lost forever. Alleluia. Hear our true Paschal Lamb we whom God so freely gave us. He died on the accursed tree, so strong his love to save us. See, his blood now marks our door, faith points to it, death passes o'er, and Satan cannot harm us. Alleluia. So let us keep the festival to which the Lord invites us. Christ is himself the joy of all, the sun that warms and lights us. Now his grace to us imparts eternal sunshine to our hearts. The night of sin is ended. Alleluia. Then let us feast this Easter day on Christ the bread of heaven. 
word of grace has purged away the old and evil leaven. Christ alone our souls will feed. He is our meat and drink indeed. Faith lives upon no other. Alleluia. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Almighty God, the Father, through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, you have overcome death and opened the gate of everlasting life to us. Grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of our Lord's resurrection may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Christ has been raised from the dead, Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ, our Passover Lamb, has been sacrificed. Raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death has no more dominion over him. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. 
Christ dies to sin once for all. Living, he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. We sing him LSB 465. Now all the vault of heaven resounds. has triumphed. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Eternal is the gift he brings, therefore our heart with rapture sings. Christ has triumphed, he is living, now still he comes to give us life, and by his presence stills all strife. Christ has triumphed, he is living, alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Fill us, Lord, with dauntless love, set heart and will on things above, that we conquer through your triumph, grant grace sufficient for life's day, that by our lives we truly say, Christ has triumphed. He is living. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Adoring praises now we bring. 
And with the heavenly blessed sing, Christ has triumphed, alleluia. Be to the Father and our Lord, to Spirit blessed most holy God, all the glory never ending. Alleluia, Alleluia.